Hello, babe. How you doing? Who's this? This is Babe, Babe Jogetta. Wow. In studio today with us. Sitting in your seat. Yeah. Sitting in my seat. I, I, I have a tweaked neck, and you were. It's kind of not to sacrifice, and now you see it is hard to play this that is, seat. This is tough. That's a hard seat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it, swivel. I do that. Yeah, I do that whenever we have a guest. Yeah. Yeah. You never sit here. I've never sat there once. Oh, but I don't know what it, it feels makes it like. tougher for the guests now. No, I'm okay though, because I'm I'm used to talking to two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm you're not holding to... a congressional hearing. It's, uh, yeah. I, can do it. I can swing it. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's it's I never thought about that, that you get you gotta move a lot. Maybe that's why your calves are in such good shape, because you move your head yeah, so much. You plants his he plants his feet. Plants his feet. I dig in, yeah. yeah. Not, wow, look, Arizona iced tea. What are those airwalks? Uh no, these are a day. Adidas, Adidas Arizona yeah. iced teas. Ginseng. Limit. Ginseng. Yeah, ginseng. Yeah, this is a gift one. from our friend Brian Q. Quinn. He picked up himself oh, a pair. Nice, and nice. he got me these. Yeah, they got into the, they got into the young people's game now. They did. Yeah. I don't you know what I'm are, doing with them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have good sneakers, you guys. Uh, he helped me out big time. Yeah. I like, used to be a straight up, like, shell top, Kohl's clearance, like Adidas. Yes. Like, that was it fresh. But then we went, like, shopping once or twice, and I, I enjoy it. Do you mostly just do Adidas? Oh, mostly. Right. My arch game is great in these. See, I I'm mostly with the Nike Blazers. You like those? I like Nikes. I like Nikes. I have a new pair of Nikes. He noticed when I, I saw you recently, I had them on, and you noticed them. You said, that's a good shoe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Low yeah, top yeah. or high top? Uh, that is at, uncharacteristically a high top for me. Interesting. Yeah, I like my ankles exposed. You never know what they're going to get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never wear high tops. Never. never. Yeah, why is that? Um, it Your comes ankle from, injury waiting to happen. <laughs> it, came, it comes from when I was used to play basketball <laughs> in eighth grade. I used to hate to put on my high tops. And I think I never, when I was able to pick my own shoe, I never went high top. Okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't good at basketball. I blamed the shoe. But then you then you killed at bowling in high school. Oh, yeah. But that's a, and that's a low top. Unbelievable that's a low top. bowler. Yeah, unbelievable. Speaking of bowlers, Yolanda Vega was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I saw her last night, Yolanda. Did you? At a bowling alley? I saw her last alley? night at my, at, at my show in Albany. And, and, and Yolanda, unbelievable person, Yolanda Vega. Great person. I was trying to do some crowd work bits with her. Trying to do. We tried to meet up to bowl. But Did you? Yeah, she bowls. She bowls big time. What happened though? She does. She's she a big like time a bowler, real time bowler. Yeah. What happened though? And I was kind of, I was kind of um, preparing Joe for this when I was about to tell you uh, here on the show is I couldn't make bowling with Yolanda Vega on Sunday in Albany because on Saturday in Ithaca, the food that I ate in the ten hour window that I allowed myself to eat gave you shithika. <laughs> shithika. So I'm in a playful mood today. As you know, as I've as I as I've asked throughout the last few six, uh, I've asked many times in the last six months if I could have a moment of your time to discuss intermittent fasting. I've I've asked many people that, and I've given moments of my time to discuss intermittent fasting. I have rules that I stay in this certain eating window, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. five days a week. But Saturday I go off the rails. That's what it is. Saturday Tell us what happened to Ithaca. Tell me what was on the menu. So I'll tell you what happened to you. So Saturday I go off the rails. Okay? Yeah. And I think what happened was is I worked out so hard in the morning because I was like, I'm going to eat bad, right. that I actually overdid it, and I pushed myself way over the line working out and the diet. So my eating began at 11 a.m. <laughs> on Saturday in Ithaca. On, I'm sorry, on Saturday. What time did the feeding begin? The feeding began. <laughs> they filled the trough <laughs> at 11 a.m. Saturday at 11 a.m., I apologize, in Buffalo. 
Ithaca was a two-hour drive from Buffalo. He doesn't even know where he was. Yes. That's, uh, how, that's how bad he got it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had shows at Buffalo State. Two shows at Buffalo State. College shows, two, but not college shows. Shows on a college campus, but not college shows. It's a very interesting concept. Okay. Not that it, the theater was there at Buffalo State, but it was not a college show, which is interesting. It was actually good shows. So I start at 11 a.m. at Buffalo. Shout out Paula's Donuts. I want to shout out Paula's Donuts. I went in there. I had a cannoli cream donut, a big one. I went for breakfast yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that You're talking inject- to the cannoli king. Yeah. That, that they inject. Jacked it. Cannoli cr- mini cannoli on the top for, for garnish? Yep. Great. His, his dog's name is Cannoli, and his company's name is Cannoli. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. With Cannoli. Okay, so it's Cannoli Donut. Google Paula's Donuts, Buffalo Cannoli Donuts. Yeah. So I had a Cannoli Donut, a peanut butter and jelly donut. Amazing. Oh. A bacon, egg, and cheese on an donut. everything bagel. Oh. On an everything bagel with donut. ketchup. Uh, uh, two what? of them. Two of a them? bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel with ketchup donut. Two times? No, no, two of them. No donut. Okay. No, no, no donut. Bacon, egg, That's and cheese. That's bagel. No, you didn't have two. No. Paul I, gets in I, the bagel game as well. I did. I did. I had two two donuts and two big donuts. I'm, they're not, these are not oh, okay, big, yeah. real. These are like custom donuts. Dessert donuts. There it is. Cannoli yeah. donut. Specialty donut right there. Yeah. Sticking out. Yeah. Yep. It's got, it looks, it's got a snout. Yeah. So that. Two bacon, egg, and cheeses, two donuts. A large iced coffee. Ooh. Okay. I say to myself... Chris, you gorged yourself. You gorged yourself, even though we're going to Ithaca, which is gorgeous. That's what they say. That's their what? I said, you gorge yourself. You put the gorge in gorgeous. I put the gorge in gorgeous. <laughs> so that's at 11, 11.30. I've consumed this. I've consumed already we're at 2,000 mm-hmm. cows, right? Or, or we're approaching. So I say, you know what? The only way to, to, to kind of balance this out, I got to go get a salad. I got to get a salad. I'm, I'm not even hungry, but I'm like, I got to get a salad. Ruffage. Because I, you know, I had a nutritionist tell me once, stop focusing on what the bad food you're eating, focusing on, focus on the good food. So don't worry if you have donuts and pizza, have the salad, have the vegetables, start there. So I said, let me go old school and I do that. And I have a salad. I have a salad with grilled chicken. I'm feeling good, right? 1230, we're driving to Ithaca. No problem. We get to Ithaca. Good. I had a. Uh, a Wait, you had a salad <laughs> while you were still in Buffalo? Yes. Before 1230? A road salad. Yes. I had a road. It was okay. transit. Okay. I had a grilled chicken salad. There was a deli in Buffalo. I went in there and I, I had to I had make me unreal. Go ahead. So and I'm full. I feel full, but I'm like it's Saturday. It's my day to eat. It's my time to shine. So two donuts, two bacon, egg, and cheese uh, bagels, ice coffee, grilled chicken grilled salad, chicken and salad an ice coffee. Road, and now we're hitting Ithaca. Now we're hitting Ithaca. So we're driving to Ithaca. So we get to Ithaca. You're gonna have some Anne Frank soon, right? Yes. So we get into Ithaca. So we get there. We go to this place. I think it's called Reds. Red's on the square, red something. I proceed to go in there. It's uh, maybe 1.30 now. Uh, maybe, let's say, let's call it 2 o'clock. You at Sergio? Uh, I was with the great Mike, Mike Cannon. Mike Cannon, okay. Mike Cannon, uh, Patty Clips, and Tommy, the tour manager, Tommy Hare. And so we're, we go into Red's, and I order a um, chicken, chicken bacon ranch sandwich, French fries, a white pizza, which was called the Betty White Pizza, Eat per, personal or a, a person. I said it was for the table. But nobody else wanted it, so I ate the whole thing. So it was a Any pizzas are personal. That's his move. <laughs> yeah, He's, yeah. He, he just orders for the table, and yes. that was thirty things, and no one eats it with him. Yeah. So a Betty White flatbread, this chicken sandwich, waffle fries. Then they proceed to tell me that this restaurant has rotating custom homemade ice cream cake and rotating custom-made cheesecake. So I say, what's the ice cream cake of the day? What's the cheesecake of, of the day? They tell me the ice cream cake of the day is s'mores ice cream cake. I say, we'll add one. 
They say the cheesecake is red velvet. I said, give me two because I love red velvet. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? So now there's ice cream cake and red velvet cheesecake. Okay? When you say, is it a cake or is it a slice? Slice. Got it. Red velvet. I, I ask everybody please? at the guys at the table, do you want any of this? Mike says no. Tommy took one bite, and Patty Clips is like, I really shouldn't. So now I've eaten, I ate an entire piece of ice cream cake and two pieces, a piece and 75, one and three quarters piece of 1.75 red 1. velvet 75 cheesecake. 1.75 uh, uh, pieces of red velvet cheesecake. Yep. So great. So I'm like, Chris, you have to stop. I know it's your day to go crazy, but you genuinely yeah, but have to stop. Also, what do you do before the show to make sure you don't explode? Well, this is what I forgot about. <laughs> I forgot he was working. I forgot. <laughs> this is what happens. I get into grooves where I'm having so much fun during the like day, Madonna. I forget that I have to do the or show. An and I, yeah. I forget. I completely forget that I'm even there for the show. I'm like, I'm just hanging out. So we go. I go, I got to take a nap. The Knicks were playing. They were getting their asses kicked. I said, let me, the sh this is 3.30 right now. We got the show at 7. Let me just calm down. Let me go back to the room, whatever. I take a nap. I fall asleep from 3.45, wake up at 4.30, quick 45-minute power nap. But it's one of those, you wake up, you don't even know where you are. I thought I was like back in sixth grade, one of those. Yeah. I wake up, I am starving. I don't know why. I don't know how. I am starving. When you were sleeping, did somebody cut you open and steal the food out yes. of your stomach? I am starving. <laughs> were you having a fast the metab lately because of the intermittent fasting? I took an edible the night before with Mike Cannon that I think maybe was a delayed hit. Or something was going on with my neurochemistry. Was the edible inside your intermittent fasting window, or did you break it just for the edible? No, the edible the edible was inside the intermittent fasting window. Okay, good. I didn't want to... Yeah. yeah, anything over 30 calories breaks it fast. Oh, okay. So, really? Yes, that's true. Oh, okay. so I can't have my athletic greens. It's 50 calories. 50 calories? No, but what you can do is go naked greens. What I do, those are 25 calories with a shot of apple cider vinegar, which is zero calories. Okay. So go naked green superfood. Okay. Uh, I have I I, I got to tell you whenever you're not with me you go shopping and you do light drugs and light drinking light drugs and light drinking <laughs> but you and, never do it with me and heavy eating yeah so but we're going to have a day we're going to change oh, it we're no. going to have a day I'm going to come over and we're going to do it when we when we live stream the first episode of I think you should leave season 3 okay that's okay. what we'll do okay so then I wake up I the the food at the hotel that I was shout out to Marriott at the Ithaca Commons they have like a gourmet room service menu really yes so I ordered an applewood Bacon, uh, Applewood bacon cheeseburger. I swear to Christ. This is insane. An bro. Applewood bacon cheeseburger. I, I'm not lying. An Applewood bacon cheeseburger, French fries, and a side of macaroni and cheese. Wow. And I, it is now, it's five o'clock. And I eat all of that with a Diet Pepsi. We get to the show. You have I, the balls to order a Diet Pepsi. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot believe what I've done to myself. Like, I truly, I'm like angry. I'm almost like emotionally like going to cry about what I've done. Because the stuff that's going on inside your body, especially because you're used to intermittent fasting at that point, is like, you're probably shell-shocked. No, yeah. I almost think what happened was is it sent my brain, my brain got so overwhelmed by this that it wasn't saying that we were full. It was saying... Oh, there must. My brain must have said there must be something wrong with our systems because there's no way he just put twenty five thousand calories right. in us before seven p.m. There's yeah, no right, way he did that. Right. We missed it. We missed so an email. So we fucked up. Let's <laughs> risk him. Said he's his. He has nothing in his stomach. We got to keep right. him hungry. Right, right. Yeah. So I get to the venue on Saturdays. You board up. You board up your windows on a Saturday. On a sat on Saturday, Tommy. Uh, Tommy tour managers just knows on Saturdays when I'm usually typically I like pizzas in the green room because I'm not fasting and typically that'll be the one thing I'm doing. 
So he has two pizzas in there for me. One regular, one pepperoni. Just Zero in my Betty green Whites. room. Zero Betty Whites. Zero Betty Whites. Like full pizzas. Yep. So I say to the guys, Mike, I say, come in here. I can't eat this. I can't have a bite of this. Right? Good. Mike takes a bite of the pepperoni. He goes, this might be one of the best pieces of pizza I've ever had in my life. I was like, get the fuck out of here. We're in Ithaca. He goes, dude, try this pizza. I was like, I can't. He goes, dude, I'm telling you, this is awesome. I eat the pizza, the pepperoni pizza. It was maybe the best slice of pizza I've ever had truly in my life. I don't, it was like, it was well done. It was unbelievable. By the time he, Oof. it's, I, the show was at seven. We had a delay start, seven ten. Mike goes on stage at seven fifteen ish. I had to go on at seven forty. Seven thirty. I had eaten another seven slices of pizza, ah. five pepperonis, and two regulars. I'm not kidding. Thin crust? No, regular fucking pizzas. Five pepperonis and two regulars. So I now walk onto stage. I'm sweating. I'm like, I, I, I I'm almost like, I'm oh, almost. Dude, like, I don't even eat a regular meal before a show. Not even one little meal. I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I go out on stage, have not really that good of a set because I'm like bow down. Really? I call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, surprise! Surprise! You're a walking carbohydrate. I call. Yeah. I call Mike Cannon about 40 minutes into my set. I call Mike from the stage. I'm like, Mike, I need you out here because I started to get lighter. I thought it was going to pass out. I'm like, just come on stage. We start doing crowd work. We start just doing this improvised two man show just to get through another 20, 30 minutes. Give the people, you know, what they paid for, some value. I'm like, tell him, like, I can't believe I do this. I got to go back to my room, blah, 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 blah. Tommy goes, that place Red's texted and said that they have, the chef wants to make you fried chicken mac and cheese. It's like his specialty, fried chicken mac and cheese. So I'm like, I really, like, there's no way I can eat that. I go there. I had two. You went to Red's again? Again. I had two bowls of fried chicken, two bowls of fried chicken mac and cheese, a tequila and soda. And one more piece of the s'mores ice cream cake. Who the fuck are you? Amazing. I did the math with my friend who's a doctor. He guesstimates that Tw I had 20,000. 32,000 calories in one day is what he guesstimates I did. I went, tried to go to the gym the next morning, Sunday morning. I've gotten myself up where I can do like five sets of 10 pull ups. I could not do one pull up. I could not do one pull up. My body, it was like, um, like it didn't have. Anything like like uh, my muscles were like shaking like I I well, it's because you were starving at this yes point. yeah it's a, <laughs> yeah it like had this reverse thing and I just it was one of those things where I can't like I'll pay for that and I'll feel that for the next week or two the shit that I took at the green room in Albany I at never the egg I never thought I'd say this but I would have liked to see it it was a full pizza it, I, no. <laughs> What I shit, first of all, one of the shits. That wasn't, how many, I mean, that was continual shit, right? Yeah, they have a Loch Ness, so right? I shit. Came out of the water? I shit continuously for about 45 minutes. Did you flush or did you just let it pile above? <laughs> I would have went to multiple bowls to see yeah. what the outcome was. I had to keep. How does your body even break that I had that to keep down? flushing the toilet, and it was one of those things where I, I couldn't believe that I could do that, that I had that in me, and yeah. it's like a little scary. It does Bro, make me feel confident that I could keep it in line most of the time, but I had 32,000 calories in one I, day. I, there's got to be... I, I, you could, I wonder if you could have done any, like, damage, damage to, your body. to eat 32,000. I don't think the human body is capable... My boy, the doctor, said, like, uh, he would advise me not to do that again. You ate 50... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one out of one doctor's yeah, says yeah. don't eat 32,000 <laughs> calories in You a ate day. exactly 16 times what you were supposed to eat in one day. <laughs> yes. Six, yes. Did you, you had to have gained five pounds. I 100% had to have. I'll tell you what, today, you know, this was two days ago, I 
worked out today, and I am significantly less strong. When I looked at my body, I was like, wow, dude, you look like you get like you're getting like tits again. And I didn't feel that way three days ago. When you're doing the intermittent fasting, are you eating healthy in those windows as well, or are you eating what you want, but it's in the small window? I'm eating 75% healthy, I would say. In other words, I will have, like today, I'm in my fasting window. I had, you know, egg whites, avocado, cheese, and onions, but I had it in a wrap. So it's like the real healthy way would be just have that on a plate with a side yeah. side, but I had it in a wrap. What so are you doing, 18-6? Typically now it's 16-8 eight, or 18-6, but more days it's 18-6. Let's call it 17-7. Okay. <laughs> it would yeah, not be possible in 24 hours due to time limitations. Looking through a few websites, the highest documented amount any person had eaten was 50,000 calories in 24 hours by 750-pound man. Next in my defense, I was very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Next was professional bodybuilders can eat 30,000 calories per day when bulking up. So, oh, I, okay. so that's what I did. So you started your bulk. <laughs> I started my bulk. In, right in time for summer. There you go. Yeah. Can you imagine thirty. So it was. Yeah. It was. It was one of those things where it was. It was bad. Oh, and then I ate. Um, because I, oh, I got Japanese Oreo cookies for the kids, and I ate. They don't come in sleeves in Japan. They have little pouches. I ate a pouch of the uh red velvet Oreo cookies, you know, high and drunk off my mind in the middle of the night, Saturday into Sunday. <laughs> high and drunk off your mind. You're a different person when you're not with me. It was really, really bad. I, I you know, I start. I really get crazy when I start to. I, I like there is normalizer. I like I don't the know what happened. You, you unplug them. I get so it's so easy if you're not keeping track to have like five thousand calories. Yeah, oh, it's easily. so easy. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I ate okay today, and I I total up on like thirty five hundred calories. Like, how easily. does that happen? I thought I ate decent. Yeah, no, you, you, it's so no, just 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 that the the sandwich that Joe got us from Italy. Yeah. Just that that chicken sandwich and that alone, that's eighteen hundred calories easily. And then the the brisciotte that was stacked that high with the mozzarella that high as well. It's delicious. How much delicious. sodium and fat? But one hundred percent delicious. One hundred percent delicious. But you're right, you're right. So I ate a sandwich just now. But what I don't realize is that sandwich was over two thousand calories. Yes, and but that's why for me, calories in, calories out doesn't necessarily work. It's too much busy work for me. The only provable thing that's worked for me is eating within a designated time window and then not eating again for a longer period of time and letting your body just use what you ate the night before, day before, as as fuel. Having 32,000 calories in one day, I don't know scientifically. I probably can't eat till next Thursday. <laughs> but that, but that, that is the only way, that's the only thing that's worked for me. And the only thing that works consistently for everybody is intermittent fasting. What was the stint? Try there it. was a stint where I could. Well, I'm, everybody. You, you've, me you, I mean, you've gained and lost lots of weight, lots over, of weight. over time. Yeah, you're, 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 you're um, a yo-yo. I'm a yeah. fluctuator. They call me. You are a fluctuator. Yes, they call me. Time for the fluctuator. Yeah, time for the fluctuator. You, when you got down to down, down, down. Yeah. What did you do? You became, brought, you're, you're, you're vegan now, still? No, no, I'm uh, pescatarian right now. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah I did fish. I did vegan for. I saw the the documentary Game Changers. Right. And it talked about how you could, like, because I don't eat well, I never did, and we always talked about how much damage yeah. I've done to my body. When I had children, I was like, I want to stick around a little bit more. And it was very, uh, veganism had a lot of, it had a lot of, like, good um, arguments to why to do it, yeah. to help s solve your body problems. So I was right. like, oh, let me try it, because it can't hurt me to try it. Right? Right. So I did it. And I did that for eight months, and I lost, my, my lowest I was ever down besides L.A., my lowest ever was L.A., but besides that, I lost, I was 225 at my heaviest when we were in season six, seven-ish, 225, um, and then I got down to 180, 180. One, wow. You got under 200. 180, yeah. I don't know that I'll ever be able to get under 200. I know I, less I was under 200. When was it? It was 2007 or 2008, it was 199. Right. Because I lost 55 pounds. 
and uh, I broke 200, and then I hit 199, and I continued doing what I was doing. I never lost another pound. Yeah. I plateaued. <laughs> yeah. I plateaued. Yeah. So like, I was like, how do I how am I going to lose more? And they're like, now you have to go to the gym. And I was like, well, now I stay 199. That's right. Yeah. My weight is that. I'm like, well, I'm in the 199 to 205. Is where right I'm now at. you are? That's right where I hang. I'm at 201, 202 right now. Wow. I, it's all in my stomach, though. That's why. But I, you, but, I don't have fat arms. I don't you, have fat face. But you're right. one of those guys. You don't. You you have your shirt off. You don't give a shit. You you're comfortable with who you are. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, and 100%. you always have that. That's crazy. Because I even at my, when I'm, even when I'm two two oh five, maybe two I'll take my shirt off. I've only seen you wear your shirt. But I'm off. not I'm not prancing around town with no shirt off. Yeah. At, at, you know, two twenty, two thirty. You know? I don't yeah. go around town. Why? Why do that? I've only seen you without your shirt off. We've been friends forty years, eight times. <laughs> That's right. Right. Why would I take my shirt off? Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> you love to make love with your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, swimming pools. Yeah. Well, I will say I, this. Now I will I've say seen this in, in a in a I, private pool. I will I've say seen this. it out. No, I will. Well, well, because well, two things. One, uh, I started when I damaged all my skin from that trip yeah. with Murray, and I got uh, yep, I got in all Miami. spots all over me and everything. I'm like, I'm never doing that again because it was it was overcast in Miami, and I didn't have a shirt on at the pool party at at the uh, fucking Re- the place you just went to, Fontainebleau. 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 Yeah. And uh, I ended up almost having to go to the hospital, and I had to sleep propped up standing. Yeah. Up. <laughs> I had to take painkillers and just literally, it was, it was too painful to rub lotion on my yeah. skin. So since you then, love I started a swim wearing shirt. like a a, a yeah. thing for for the sun, but. If I'm in a public pool, I won't do that because we're in the public. I don't need someone to snap an unflattering photo of me, yeah. and then that then they have that, and then that's out there for life. Yeah, I, I who's taking their phones already. into the pool? What? Oh, oh, you'd be please. surprised. Really? Are you kidding they me? They go in the pool. With the phone? Yeah, well, even not even they're sitting in, the, in their chair by the True. pool. Everyone's taking videos, this, that, the other. So, yeah. so I'm like, eh, I'll, 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 I'll stay. Yeah, the, uh, my bo- I've always had a confident a confidence in my body, an unfounded confidence, but I, I don't know why that and on, on a dance floor, are the two places where I shouldn't have confidence. And I so do. where where are you insecure then? Where don't you have? Because when I, I was wanted to ask, yeah, you I mean, you go top us for the rest of this episode, right? Yeah, sure. You want me to take it out, <laughs> yeah, pop a top off? Yeah, that's it is hot in here. It is hot in here. Oh my god. <laughs> Where would you say I don't have confidence? <laughs> I don't know if there's any arena anymore that I don't. Yeah. I didn't. When, even when I was dating, I was pretty confident all the time. Um, I, I guess. Yeah, I it smells good, Where are you not way, confident? Yeah. Smell, smell good. Maybe. Know, it's all natural. I just use some product in the, in the tub. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> no, it is. I don't do a cologne. I got a whip. You do a spray? You do a spray? What product do you use in the tub? In the tub? Yeah. My tub product? Yeah. Yeah, I use, uh, what's the name of that place in L.A.? La Flama? La Flume? It's a, it's a high end like I use a Lalabo. Yeah, number seven. I got a Lalabo Kelowna. Number seven. I do. We got yeah, Santal. Pimp, Pimpy uses Lalabo. You got Santal yeah. on. Is that what you got? It's the best. Yeah. yeah. I showed you Santal. Did you? Yeah. One time I said, "Smell this," and I opened it up. It's from. Oh no, that was something else. That's okay. Yeah, I smelled Lalabo in um, the Thompson Hotel in L.A. No, yes. I, that's when I smelled yes. it. I, I smelled like, it for I the first this. time in Amsterdam. Oh, did you? Yeah, they had the. I found it in L.A. They had in my hotel room. They had the stuff. I'm like. Moisturizing cream? The cream. Mel, what is this? I did a shampoo, uh, yeah. conditioner. The cream is what sucked me in, and I didn't find out about the shampoo lines. Wait so a second. A so what? You, there has to be something you're insecure about. There has to be something, because a man who's just as confident as you with body, nine times out of ten, the biggest thing, the biggest insecurity is some is someone with their body. That's usually what it is, but it's not you. But they, that doesn't mean you, you're immune to insecurity. No, I'm definitely, I wouldn't say I'm immune to insecurity. I'll find myself in situations where I'm, I don't know. 
Your hair? Is it your hairline? No, my hair. I don't care about that. I just fell apart a long time ago. I keep the grays. The salt and peppers here. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, I've been doing this since. I've been rocking this since 32. Uh, you know, I've always been kind of fat. I had the big nose. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of a fat big nose. I have bad. I have bad. Uh, you know, arch. You know, uh, you know my back. Bad my posture. Arch, like you don't care. Terrible. Like you're. You're like you know. No. Like you look in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I'm a bald, big nose, fat piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 And I love them. And I love them. I love, every, I love every ounce of them. I yeah. love every overweight ounce of this guy. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. That, that's good to, because a lot of people, right? I mean, if you think about security and being insecure, it really is ridiculous that how, how we get so hung up on these microscopic things when it's like we're only going to be alive for yeah. a very short amount of time, even if we live to 100. And then it's like you're some other energy. But if, you, if people spend their whole life worried about what other people think when really nobody really cares at all. Yeah. Right? Mm. Like you're doing 95% of what we do, we do for somebody else. Right? But Joe seems to live for himself, which uh, is it's nice. It's probably very liberating. Which is not selfish. It is. It's what you're supposed to well, do. Well, you put it out there. For, you care about other people's feelings and other people's, yeah, of uh, course. you know, their, their whatnots. But I like to bring out the best in people, too. Yeah, you, you bring know? out those nipples. Yeah, I'm sitting right here. I sit here on my flat pancake inverted nip, and I don't care about <laughs> that. And I'm like, what are you going to worry about at this point? Like, look at you. You look like you look a Greek god next to me. So I like being the low, the barrier yes. of entry. Right, right. I, well, Why do you like that? Because I think I like to make people feel good about themselves because I feel like so it's important. Saying, wait, wait, wait. I get you know, I'm you're fat not doing and disgusting. this on purpose. 100%. <laughs> I am making myself a disgusting, you, you look fat, like this. big nose You look goblet. like this for you. You look like this. <laughs> you're welcome. You're you, welcome. You, you really. look like this because you are actively trying to make other people feel this better. Is it. This is why I walk around like this. I eat. Pounds and pounds. I take 32,000 worth of calories. Yeah, you were saying that, and I was like, I've seen him do this like 10 times. Yeah. So, Joe, when I just told you about my eating, that it did not shock you. You were like, all right, the guy ate a little bit too much today. You've done that before. I've eaten, yeah. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I'm an eater. Yeah. Well, it's it's really what it is is the pastries the pastry and the cookies dessert. and stuff like I have that. A sweet tooth, like beyond. He, you have he'll issues? eat a box of pastries alone. <sighs> yeah, cholesterol I, issues, blood pressure issues. One, time, one time, he ate so much pastry oh, no. on camera. I was a cheesecake on camera. Yeah, cheesecake. he ate a fucking cheesecake that was this big, <laughs> and then an eclair that was this big. He just kept eating it. It was like huge. It was like this big. He ate two of them, and then we were filming, and he got flush and lightheaded, and he felt like he was gonna pass out. We had to call the ambulance, and they but came. was having a great turn so I tell him to keep going and I'm in the back getting checked out by the medic the, the ambulance came he's in the back beat red sweating they're taking his heart, heart uh, so, and, and they were like does anything out of the ordinary happened and he was like no and I'm like what are you talking about you just ate 8,000 calories in in literally four minutes yeah. Yeah. just for the joke he ate it really fast so I'm like, your body can't handle that. Yeah. You just ate eight thousand calories in five minutes. I was coming down off a sugar high in a bad way. In a bad, yeah. Bad way. You, you were like something. I, I, turned, I turned to him. I'm standing next to him. I tapped him. I went, something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got it. That's the other time when uh, when we were in, uh, we were filming. You were getting punished. You were out in London or Wickham Warriors. Yes, there's a there's a professional soccer team out uh, I, I I guess in Wickham yep. called the Wickham Warriors and we, we we filmed the punishment on their field with them the whole team and Joe and James had to be in net as the goalies and the whole team just kept kicking balls professional soccer players yes. drilling so balls yes. drilling dude so we take and they got just jacked immediately and fell down to the ground and they kept hitting him then at the end he didn't know this but just I guess I don't know why but all they the did so impromptu they did an impromptu pile on dog pile. Dog pile. So, so grown men, football players, and I'm on the bottom with Murray. And Murray yeah. had just fallen, and so I was holding Murray, but I was, like, sitting up, and this, you know, 40 grown 
Englishman. Dude, I'm jump, there it is, a dog pile on me. And I'm on the bottom <laughs> of this. Bottom but of my that. leg is one way and my back's the other way. And I'm on the bottom of that. So, Are you screaming? I am. I'm screaming to get <laughs> off me. I, I even punched one guy in the neck to get him off me. I swear to God, I punched a wick him right in the throat. I, I, he wouldn't get off. He thought it was funny. Like they kept jumping. Watch. It's this one asshole here. <laughs> He's that one. See him? The one that goes high? I was, I was, I don't know if you could see it. I was, I was on the bottom doing like I was listening to Zombie Nation. Like hitting him in the throat to get off me. And, and so they wouldn't one, get off. And no, what happened? Dude, they like, were you actually really dude, getting dude, nervous? They, they, yeah, because yeah, I couldn't we, breathe. We, we had, first of all, we had to rush to make a flight. We had to rush to make a flight, and they pulled, they peeled all the guys off of them. You ever seen the cartoons when someone gets run over by like a steamroller? Yeah. Like in the cement, like all that was me. He in was the like turf. a foot into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Down. They, Down. They, he couldn't move. He couldn't move. Yeah. They had to peel him up, and then they took us into the locker rooms. And they laid him down. Dude, he this was, is one of my best friends, by the way. One of the most hurt I ever was. He, he, was, he was locked. His body was locked. So my leg, my, my leg, my hip locked. So I couldn't take, I couldn't, my, I couldn't unstraighten my leg. So one leg was just locked. So when I laid down on the floor, my leg was like this. <laughs> and one arm, one arm was all the way behind his back. So I, I sprained my he, shoulder. He took his shirt off. He took my shirt off. And then you were bright, you were bright pink like a fucking I was in a conference, hand. I was in a conference room. Yeah. In the back, they put us in a conference room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm laying in a his conference His whole body room. was Pink, yeah, like because yeah. I don't know the pressure or whatever. He was, it was just bright pink, and he was sweating. He looked like a fucking can dam. Yeah, and, he, and they were touching his body. And he's going. I can't. <laughs> They're trying to unpop my shoulder, like thing. I and have pictures of you on the floor because we're we're waiting. <laughs> just, I think a picture waiting for the. We're like we're gonna miss the flight. What are we gonna do? Yeah, and it took like ten minutes, and they had to like they had to like move him slowly. Back into his normal position. <laughs> you know those Gumby toys? Yeah. You know that like you bend their arms yeah. and stuff? That's exactly what I looked like. Like my arm right. was like stuck. It was, but it was, you're so funny. Like you're just so visually funny to me. Like you're such a funny physical person that like the way you were locked up and on the floor. Just because like, I was still making like, jokes you, you and stuff. You were still too. in pain. I was in pain. There's something about, like I know you were in pain, but like there's something about that you were in pain. That was so funny. <laughs> Well, I don't want to see you in pain, but you know what I mean? Well, it seems like you, you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was still cracking jokes and shit, too. The just like, they're going to miss the I flight. remember they were telling me, they said, oh, what happened? I was like, and I called, I said this one dumb fucking Englishman kept jumping on me. And I said that to the medic. as they are all proper, like, oh, what hurts you? And I'm like, this one dumb fucking Englishman kept jumping on my shoulder. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was Wow. A- yeah, well, I mean, but you know, but I'm, you're good now. I'm good now. No pain now. No pain now. See, and that's good, and 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 that's what it is. Uh, some guy who's ripped, shredded, takes care of his body might not have been able to walk away from that, but you did. Yeah, that's because I'm I'm round. <laughs> bounces right off me. Oh shit! Yeah, well, Six and seven yeah. people worldwide plagued by feelings of insecurity. Six and seven. So I'm the one. You're the one. Seriously. Holy cow. That's fucking pretty awesome. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. He, Joe Six is out the of one. Seven. We're all insecure in here. I think everybody's insecure in a degree. I just don't have one thing that I'm like, oh, I have moments of insecurity. Of course I'm human. But I don't think I don't there's not one thing I'm like, oh, you know, don't, yeah, that, don't make right? that up. Yeah. I have ton, I have tons of insecurities, I think. But no, not you, I, I don't think it manifests himself in a way that makes me an insecure person. Exactly right. You know, where where you say oh, so what's wrong with that person? They're probably insecure, they're taking it out this way. Yes. I like just keep all my insecurities to myself. Right. Some people get crippled by insecurity. They can't you yeah, know, they yeah. can't even do anything about it, you know, and I can't I, I that that I can't even I can't even relate to that stuff. Yeah. Or or like when people can't bring themselves to like 
you know, be like when something happens bad in life and they're like, oh, and that's it. And they go down that downward spiral. I just never grew up that way. Or I just never am that way when something bad happens to you and you're like, oh, this is it. It's over. Yeah, you oh, don't forget it. I just use it like a compound. I, I'm, I don't, I cut that shit off. I really think, too, there was a teacher one time said to me, your, said to the class, he was like, any news that you receive, it's your choice on how you want to react. Do not let society dictate your reaction. So he said, I could tell you anything from you have two weeks to live to you want a million dollars, and it's your choice how you want to take that information. Oh, yeah. So I always thought I'd probably, that. I'd probably be happy with the million, sad with the two weeks. <laughs> but, but what if you get the two weeks, and then you know for the next the 14 days... The next 14 days of your life. My, my 14 days are doom and gloom. You're not coming out. Doom and gloom at 14 days. I'm not, Will you I'm not going to hear you have 14 days to live and then go out and be like, I'm fucking hang gliding into Yankee Stadium. You're not going to do that. If you had 14 sex. days to live, would one of those days, would you go to a public pool and take your shirt off? Yeah. You'd have to. No, nah, I wouldn't waste my time. You'd have to. Well, who cares if they want somebody one last pick just to have them? Uh, one last somebody. pick, yeah. and then what are you going to die anyway? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. That, there's that thing of the, the the maybe thing about good news, bad news. That Chinese. Uh, there's a proverb about the Chinese farmer. You know that one? Oh. I heard that once. What is it? So basically, there's this Chinese. Uh, there's this Chinese farmer, right? And his son. Um, that he, he has horses on his ranch, and his horse runs away. And one of his neighbors comes over and goes, oh, that's bad luck. You lost your horse. He's like, oh, yeah. He says, well, maybe. And the next day, the horse comes back, and it brings two horses yep. with it. And now he has three horses. Like, ah. that's great news. He goes, well, maybe. And then his son's trying to train the horse, and he falls off and breaks his arm. And he goes, oh, that's bad news. He goes, well, maybe. And then the next day, the general from the army comes and says, we are taking all able-bodied boys to join our army. And his son's arm is broken, and he can't take them. And he's like, oh, maybe. What a turn of events. Yeah. Multiple days it's in a, a row. It's a, a rough Chinese week for that Chinese yeah. farmer. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's good. I like that. That's I like a, that a lot. That's a weird yes. thing. Like, you never know what it is. But in the same vein, you can never rejoice with good news. Oh, right. that's a good point, Joe. Yeah, I don't right. like that. That's a good point. That's a, that's a loophole. Well, that I think, loophole. Yeah, but I think that's the point of life is like staying even, right? Even Steven. Don't get too high, too low. I think you can celebrate, but don't let the celebrate, <laughs> don't let the pot, the good news and the bad news define you, right? I think we got to stay. I think the goal of this stay is stay even, Stephen. But that's impossible, right? It is impossible, but we're trying. <laughs> we are trying. That's what that. Well, that's what it is. Everything's impossible. You just try every day. You just try. You so, got to just try. somewhere in every my life. I got hit with a depression, and then my my capacity to be happy or overjoyed or excited or positive about something. Hit a, a threshold, a ceiling, yeah. and I remember how I was used to be able to get, like how excited or happy, genuinely I used to be able to get in my life. And I realized that nowadays, or since this is happening, whatever it was, I my ha my pure happiness and joy and fun and everything is not the same type as it used to be. A lot of times now, it's it's my ceiling for being happy is lower, and also I tell myself, "Hey, you're supposed to be happy right now." So right. you're happy, right? Uh, so I'm happy about this because this is the good news. I'm happy, but I don't feel the happiness. Well, because because I don't the, the the event and the actions that cause happiness haven't changed. What's changed, I think, is the things that you've brought now into your life. You have more things taking up your mind space and more things that you worry about and cause unhappiness that are disguised as happiness, uh -huh. but they actually cause unhappiness. You have more of those things in your aura, and then those. What those do is desensitize the happy moments. You have to let things go more. Let yeah. me give you a pro. Let, let, let's go around and, and do proverbs. Okay. So that I there's also uh, uh, the two another monks. Chinese farmer. The, no, these are the monks. These are the monks. I would assume they're Chinese. Okay. I would assume any type of good wisdom or any type of thing that's tattooable is probably started in China. Okay. 
Two monks walking. Tuba. Two monks. Yes. <laughs> two monks walking on on uh road. Two Tony Shaloops walking <laughs> down the road. Yeah. Right? And they're going to catch a bus. Okay, they're going to catch a bus, take them into town. Monks on a bus. Monks, monks will take a bus. Yeah. Get these motherfucking monks on the bus. Get the monks on the fucking bus. They have metro cards and everything. So the monks are going to take the bus, right? And then they're about to go try to catch the bus, and an old man is walking across the street, and he really needs help getting across this muddy road. So the one monk stops and helps to get that person across the road. And he's holding them, and he, and he gets them to the other side of the road. And that makes the second monk stop to wait for his friend. They missed the bus. Now there's no other buses coming, and the two monks have to walk. And they're walking and walking, and he could, you know, he could tell the one monk is angry that the other one stopped, and and then they walk for five miles. And the one monk, the ang- finally, the angry monk says, Why the hell did you we missed the bus? You had to stop and help that person. We needed to get on the bus. And the other monk says, I let go of that person five miles ago. We're just walking. Uh, you're still holding you were holding the weight of that guy for the five miles where I let him go I left I I set him down and I left him so it's about you know that same it's it's many different it's many different ways to say the same thing yeah you know you yeah, are still walking but if I hold okay yes but if I hold a cup of water I have a cup of water held out it's the same it's the cup of water you can hold that five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes after 20 minutes your arm might start to fall and then eventually Sooner. you're going to drop that cup of yeah. water nothing changed about the water nothing changed about the circumstances you're just holding on to the water you hold on to the same thing for you have too to long. The second proverb. it that's gets fun, heavier and heavier that's a fun literal to theoretical second proverb i appreciate what you did there the first one didn't really click with them but you're like i got this other one i got backups pocket. i got the water that's what it Here's is your water i got the water one to make it easy because he likes Fantastic to stay hydrated yep. yeah he does he's big okay. on it yeah it's big so 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 that's so so you're holding on you're you're you know yeah. you're that's you're 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 taking someone's po- you're you're taking the poison expecting them to get sick. It's not going right. to happen. I always talk about like a happiness meter too. Like you have to fill up because life sucks across the board. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Anybody tells you otherwise is lying to you, right? It's terrible. Right. So what you need to do and is we have fun- it good and we do. We're lying. Yeah. We do. Even and- life is terrible. Disp- even though we have products like HelloFresh and BetterHelp yeah. and Rocket Don't Money about the Blue Chew and Blue Chew, we have great right. products. And if you can go put in that promo code, Hey Babe, and find <laughs> out. But even with the, in spite of that, it's not- in spite of the promo code, go to yes. Butcher Box. You know, go to Butcher Box and it, it makes it better. But right. do I get a piece of this? Yeah, hundred percent. Great. So yes, what what I'm saying is the the. The, the thing is that, like, you have to, and life is just hard across the board, no matter what you do. There's death, there's getting sick, there's people you care about hurting. These things all happen in life, but when you will have moments of happiness, you need to be like, oh, okay, this is why. Yes. This is why, okay, this is why it's good. And then as the bad stuff happens, you just let that deplete, and then yep. when you're happy again, you have to fill it back up. If you don't fill it back up, that's when you get in the real Here's a tip. Here's a tip. What I do every day, I have an alarm set on my phone different times of the day, I don't know what rhyme or reason I do this, but I have an alarm on my phone and it goes off randomly and it just says, be grateful. Because so many times I would start to notice when I would get sick, I would get sore throat, I would get a cold and I would be like, oh, this sucks. Now I got to deal with this for four days. But instead of thinking about all the times where right now I feel perfectly physically fit and healthy and I'm feeling like I'm rocking 100%, I'm not saying how lucky I am today, how great I am today. So I start to do that now. And now when I get sick. A little bit of an affirmation. It's a little bit of like, you know what, this sucks, but guess what? 
This too shall pass, my friend. And in a few days from now, with the right medicine, with the right breathing, the with right the right healthy calories. foods, with the right amount of calories, <laughs> you're going to start to feel good. So be grateful yeah. every day. As a, I, you know, it's like with it's the like upage of my averaging. with the upage of my dosage of medication. Yes. Yes. Let's let's. Nice. It's just be grateful every day. Contribute to your mental health. Contribute to your happiness every day. Drop it in the buckets like dollar cost averaging. Let's switch this to finance. Let me. Dollar cost averaging. You hit me with a DCA? Let me hit you with a DCA. Where, 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 where who are you? Sal and Joe, I want to make a comment. Where are you getting dollar cost right averaging now. from? Dollar I have a degree averaging. in finance. Yes. Dollar cost averaging, it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. That's what we want to talk about here today. <laughs> dollar cost averaging. Historically, you're not going to time the market. Rather, it would be better to just... Give money every week. Play every the long month. game. In the long game, the stock goes up. It goes down over the course of a lifetime. You're pretty much guaranteed with the stock market. That's how with, I do with it. With the index funds, you're going to get a 40% return as opposed to trying to time it and sell and this and that. Those people get much less returns. Dollar cost averaging time in the market, not timing the market. We can apply that to mental health. We can apply that to finance. We can apply that to eating. That's what intermittent fasting is. Do you think that... Your viewers, what do you call them? The babers, the babes, the babe, the ba uh, babes, babes. Yeah, I don't know. So what do we, we, call we don't them? really have a name for them. Babes, babes. We call them the babes. Let's call them the babes. Yeah. Call them the babes. Do you think that the babes? They're sitting there on their YouTube right now. They're on their YouTubes.com, right? Yeah. They're taking backslash. You know, they're looking at. They're looking on your, your, your No Press Network, and they're taking a look. No at Press Network. There it is. And they and they and they're clicking, and they're like, oh, they they just want to fast forward parts of it. Just want to. Hey, I can't watch the whole episode right now. I just want to yeah. catch parts of it. And it starts with him talking about how he took 3,200 calories. Then we talked about me. Um, I take my shirt off, and then I'm <laughs> underneath a bunch of Englishmen. And then we're talking about depression, and it comes yeah. to finance advice. Yeah. Do you think that their minds are exploding? <laughs> oh, this is a normal episode. <laughs> this is a normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they come for. All right, yeah, that's good. For. They get a little bit of everything. We're, 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 you know, kind of um, a one-stop shop. You get, we talk about a little bit of everything. You know when you're misbehaving when you're little and your mom be like, will say something like, don't be fresh. Yes. This is the opposite of that. Right. We want fresh all the time. Right. Be and fresh. With Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. That's what we got. Yeah. And that's what we're giving to the people. That's Hello we, Fresh. If you watch this pod, then you know what Hello Fresh is. And if you watch it for the first time, welcome. You know what exactly. Welcome. You know what it means to us. That's okay? exactly right. We we are first of all we're Americans first and foremost, That's and right. what we subscribe to is America's number one meal kit. That's HelloFresh. That was in the Constitution. George Washington. Everybody deal with knew kits, who number, number one was. One. Yeah, you want number one. Here's and, the thing. HelloFresh does more than just deliver delicious things. I don't believe you. So not you're only have can to you explain take your to pick from forty weekly recipes. But get this, you can choose from over 100 items to round out your order from snacks and easy lunches to desserts and pantry necessities. Yes. Everything arrives in one box on delivery day that you choose. That you choose. And people say, oh, well, I'm a pescatarian. Well, I got news for you. Yeah. They got fit and wholesome to pescatarian to veggie meal plans that fit your needs. Whatever types of food you want to eat, HelloFresh got you covered. That's right. HelloFresh cares about quality. That's why their seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and have... Uh, I travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. Okay? And you know it's May, so we're celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, month as we do each and every year in my household. And that's why they got nice Asian-inspired meals that are fresh for you from very famous chefs like Chef Serbi Shani, a New York, uh, you know, who's the chef at New York City's Tagmo. Tagmo, you're it. Serbi Shani. Yeah. Serbi Shani. Serbi Shani, yes. Um, and... Uh, 
Just tell them how they can get go free to, meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabe16 and use the code HeyBabe16 to get 16 free meals plus free shipping. Okay, so that's Yo. go to HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabe16 and then use the code HeyBabe16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Uh, America's number one meal kit is HelloFresh. Rocket, Rocket Money, burning up all your subscriptions. I love Rocket Money. I use it. Sal uses it. How many unwanted subscriptions do we have that we forgot about? Well, Rocket Money, which used to be known as Truebill, is now taking care of that problem for you. You put in the information. You give the, the information to the app, and they delete your unwanted subscriptions. It sounds crazy. I did it. It works. It happens. It's very <laughs> cool. I doubled up on my New York Times subscription. I was yep. doubled up on my Hulu subscription. I had a gaming subscription for Nintendo Switch I didn't know I had. Just throwing I away money. Cashola Emid. Cashola Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash heybabe. That's rocketmoney.com slash heybabe. Only dates I have available right now, only place that has tickets left, September 23rd, Hulu Theater, Madison Square Garden. Everything else is sold out. If you want to see my new hour of stand-up, Hulu Theater, September 23rd, New York City, Madison Square Garden. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be fun. we got a lot of surprise guests coming in. It's going to be awesome. And also, there's a lot of fun at patreon.com slash Comedy. I'm going to start doing a new show over there where you get your steps in with me. So it's called Getting Your Steps In With Christy. So if you want are into physical fitness and you want to get your steps in, get motivated, go over to patreon.com slash Comedy, and I'm going to be your little box in the treadmill. It's going to be me. So you get get fit with me. What's up, guys? We got some dates in May, June, and July to round out the Impractical Jokers Tour, and then more dates will be announced if you didn't see it so far. All the tickets are on ImpracticalJokersLive.com. These shows have been fun and outrageous. We've had surprises at them. May 19th, 20th, and 21st. May 19th, Arlington, Texas, College Park Center. May 20th, at the Moody Center in Austin. Uh, May 21st, at the Smart Financial Center in Sugarland. Moving to June, Columbus, June 2nd, Cleveland, Ohio, June 3rd, and Detroit Theater, Fox, uh, the Fox Theater in Detroit on June 4th. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. Schottenstein Center and the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That's, that's a, those are big shows, June. Um, Minneapolis, Des Moines, and Kansas City, June 15th, 16th, and 17th. And then we round out July here at Nashville at the Opry on the 27th. Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis on July 28th, and the Stifle Theater, two, at, two shows there in St. Louis on the 29th. Everything is available at ImpracticalJokersLive.com, and I will shortly be announcing a second leg of my solo tour that starts in July and will run through November, so stay tuned for that. When is this coming out, Pimpy? This Thursday? Okay, so it's after May 10th. Buy some merch, check out our merch store, and check out SalvoCanoComedy.com for updates. Yes, I love I, that. I, my, my Uber driver on the, on the way here, I befriended him. He was the sweetest man. His name was Deepak. And, uh, he, Shakur? It wasn't Shakur. <laughs> uh, he was spitting knowledge Deepak to me Shakur. just about, about this stuff. What was uh, he saying? Indian he, people are like that. They're very wise. He was unbelievable. Very wise. Well, he was Italian, but no problem. Way to stereotype. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Um, Deepak Parmesan. Yes, <laughs> he. Uh, oh, he, he said was, Deer Park. He was saying that he was saying <laughs> that uh, he you. got. Uh, he was telling me about a trip he took with his family. Okay, and uh, he. It's crazy. He's a, he was a lawyer over there, and his wife was an anthropologist or something like that. Oh, wow. And his kids. What are, cast was he in? What was the can't they go with the cast system? Oh, I don't know. 
Okay. Anyway, my point being is that he went on vacation with his family, and when they got there, the place that he booked was terrible. They wanted cash only. It was seedy and shady, and they only stayed one night, and they left the, ne- the next day, and it was smelly. And he was like, it was, it was the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. It was the biggest mistake. My whole family went there. We paid. And he goes, and I was like, oh, man, that probably ruined the trip. It could ruin the trip. And he goes, no. He goes, because the way I live life is if something bad happens, I embrace that because it only makes the good things more noticeable and better. Like You have to have bad to have good, which is, you know, yeah. we all know the that. Yin and the yang. Yin and the yang. And the yang. And, but he, he was just going off on, like for like 10 minutes in the yeah. car about all this stuff and how he applied it in life, how many things. And I was like, I love this man. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I had this whole kind of vibe coming here on the Uber already. And, and that's the thing. So I you're, this is surrounding you today. Yeah, but you know what else, though? I, no. we, took, we could talk about it to a blue in the face. I'll tell you what you told me. I know what we're supposed to do. Right. It's just that I cannot fucking apply it. I read The Power of Now... 20 years ago, 15, whatever it came out. At Cartole. Yeah. It's about executing, right? That's the thing. It's yeah. e- life is execution. Right. You can, we have the Also plans. is death. Also is death. <laughs> <laughs> life and death is execution. Yeah. Right? So it's about the, uh, that's the, and that's the hard part. We yeah. all have the tools, but to use the tools, this is where the game comes in. So mm. it's how do we find ways to execute? And that's, that's, that's what you got to find what works for you. What works for you may not work for the next guy. Oh, it definitely doesn't. Everybody, everybody what? has to find their own thing, right? Yeah, no, I would no say. But it starts with the three of us. You know, the three of us totally I, probably approaching completely different ways. I need to. I need to even like remind myself to not sweat the small stuff even all the time. Kevin James get, is best special. I get. I like the greeting card bit. I get. Okay. Um, I get like things in my head that just like like they I can't get them out. You know what I mean? And I had to like. Like, why are you this way? Like, why can't you just change permanently? I'm always fighting yeah. the way my brain wants to go. Yeah, like, I had that. Go ahead. I was just saying, I've had a lot of conversations with you over the years because mm. I've been one of your Com- consigliere, yes. confidants. You know, literally. Yeah, like you know brother. I'm all yeah. jacked up. Yeah, I know you're yeah. all fucked He's up. He's writing a book about I am. some of the confidential Seriously. stuff yeah. that <laughs> yeah. we all. It's great. <laughs> uh, you guys are kidding. It's on the shelves next year. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think the biggest part is like, you take to heart. Like, you get mad that you're like the way that you are sometimes. And I think that's where it all comes from. Instead of just accepting, like, that's the way you are. Accepting. That's what like, I was going to say. Yeah, but if that's the way I am, then I'm going to be thinking negative thoughts all the yeah, time. Yeah, but I think if you get rid of the first first part of it and just be like, okay, this is the way I am, don't be mad about that's that the way you you're are. You're saying yeah, that admitting that, that I'm like that and just being comfortable with it is the first step in yes. moving forward from it. I might be. Don't yeah. resist. But I, I do say that I'm like that. I'm the one who says it. No, but you get mad at yourself. But you're resisting. You're, you're resisting. still resisting. Yeah, you're saying you say with anger. Resist. Yeah, you said that. Just don't don't resist. About, this is something we talk about all the time, me and him. This is a perfect, perfect example of me and Sal. How we are best friends and brothers meant to be through the stars, but complete polar opposites. Okay. A menu comes to the table, okay? And we'll look. I'll look at it and I'll shut it and I'll be like, I know what I'm getting, right? And then he'll come and he'll be like, oh, whatever. And he waits to hear what everybody's having, but I'll already know what he had wanted. Right. And he just has to listen to everything, take it all in. He already knew what he wanted an hour ago, right? And that's the way it goes. But then put it in that we've been in business for... 20 years together, right? And whenever a big decision had to be made, I would make it like that. And then Sal, completely, the way you look at it is either he thinks enough or overthinks it or whatever it was, and him and I, nine out of nine and a half times, would come to the same conclusion. But he had his own process where he would talk, deliberate, think about, write charts, graphs, Excel spreadsheets of all this stuff. And that's just the way his brain works. And we would always end up, almost always, right, to the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just who you are. It's just who but that's okay. I have to make sure I am prepared. I have to do due diligence yeah. so that I know that I'm not making an uneducated, improper decision. But that's okay. But that, but but so, but if you resist, that's who you want. That's what Joe. As he's okay. right, that's where the problems come in. 
That's who you are. So you use it. Use all that energy. Use all that energy that you do to graph out the perfect, you know, weight loss plan for yourself. Right. Use all that energy to work out the perfect family balance situation sure, for yourself. Sure, sure, sure. Do sure. all that because we're, you know, I don't, I don't want to do like you, for me. The intermittent you fasting have been very impressive to me as well. You, 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 you talk to talk a lot. You do, you do. You, you are, you are a very self-aware, and you put into practice a lot of things that you preach. Try mm-hmm. it uh, out. That's noted. Just know over here. Noted. Noted. Do we note that? It's noted. Let me take a look at the message. <laughs> it's, it's been noted. It's noted. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I think that what I'm on a big kick on, and I think that this comes from you know being a father and all that. I realize my older daughter and really my 12 year old stepson, they have some questions like recently that I didn't know the answer like that, or I hadn't thought about it enough, like finance, learning. Um, the you capital know, of Wyoming, Cheyenne. <laughs> um, 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 he knows his capitals. Though, though I love that. I love that. I love that. Your daughter came to you with a finance question. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My daughter came to me about about a simple question about dollar cost averaging. <laughs> but I said, because you just look at what I'm. It, it's like this. Um, this uh, motivation, like this visceral motivation where I really couldn't come to my parents with a lot of questions. They didn't really have the answers. They just weren't those kind of people. So I'm like, I can't now take that attitude into my journey as a father here. I'm going to have to do a little bit better and answer, be able to answer a little bit more questions. And the, the thing that I'm learning about is that we have a real lack of education, or I have a real lack of education on the things that actually matter, mm-hmm. right? So I can tell you, you know, Civil War generals and state capitals and things like that. But when it came down to balancing a checkbook, when it came down to proper investments, when it came down to making my children's life easier, because money doesn't solve all problems, but it solves a lot of them, Sure, you just be honest, that finance was a thing that I'm like, I have a big weak spot here. Mm-hmm. So how do I help myself? And you can... You can ask it. The, the, the truth is, like anything else, you have to learn it yourself. The only way to become an expert at something is you have to get to a point where you are so good at it that you can begin to teach it to others. That's what it is. So that's my goal. That I've said rather than trying to say, how am I going to make it in comedy? I'm going to do com- I love comedy. I feel like we all experts in comedy. We have our 10,000 hours. So you keep doing comedy. You've, you've, we've studied that ship. We're going to keep getting better and keep doing what we do and being prolific and all that. But now this next part, how do I get how do I get good at finance and how do I get good at making my kids' lives easier? And I think that that could come down to giving them a nice structure with money. Like my daughter and I, she's going to be eight years old next week. And for her birthday, for her birthday, we're going to buy her first stock. We're going to buy a stock for her and we're going to just let her pick what she wants. And she's going to watch that stock and we're going to see. That's what we're gonna do. We're That's gonna cute. buy stock for it because I, you know, I didn't uh, because I've made some bad investments. I don't have enough money for this party. You gotta get them. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> she wants to have a birthday party. Like we're gonna get a yeah. stock, a yeah. penny stock, yeah. whatever one you want. Yeah. Honey, get two. Yeah. Get two stocks. Yeah. Well, I put fucking ninety percent of our wealth in crypto, honey. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't get the party. So, there so I, I just try to think about things like. And again, I actually my theory, because of our see here's here's another thing right because we have a public platform with podcasting. I used to. Take the approach. Oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say something and then sound like an idiot because then the people in the comments can call me an idiot. That's how you learn. Mm-hmm. You know how many th- stupid things I've said about finance the last six weeks, and then somebody comments, "Hey, you fucking dumb fuck." 
here's what you really should do. Thank and then you. I Thank eliminate the people. dumb fuck. Yes. Eliminate them. And then I just take Again, I should have texted them. I, I, just, <laughs> I just take what they say, because they probably are right, um, and I Google it, and then I get a little bit better off what the comments of the fans say. So if you want me to really listen, call me a dumb piece of shit, fat asshole, and then give me the nugget of information, and I'll take the nugget on, of information. Peck on his insecurities. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, that's what I like to do. Yeah. So that that that's how I learn. Yeah, I always like when someone like says like a, a word or something like uh, that the other person doesn't know and like, oh, would you just learn that word? He's yeah. trying to, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I did. That's, and <laughs> I'm trying it on. Yeah. Well, now you learned it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's like I always, I always, I'm like, why do people say like, yeah. it's like behooved? Yeah. yeah. My grandfather once said to me, I saw him. I I, I watched this example of a ticket meter, right? Uh, 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 the you know people give the tickets for when your meters out. This guy fucking screaming. At this meter maid, screaming at this meter maid, and my grandfather was there. We were watching. I was. It was like crazy. Like he was gonna like throw this guy like off through the windshield, and my grandfather was like, um, he was like a guy got so mad at like whatever it is thirty dollar ticket. I was like, yeah, you know, I know. I guess he just didn't want to get the ticket. He goes, yeah, but you know that guy should ask himself, does he want to switch places with the meter maid? Do you do you think the meter maid wants to be the meter maid? Do you think that that's what that guy wants to do right. with his life? He wants to ruin people's days. If he does, then that personality then, is then not you what you up, want at no, all. Then you sign up for TSA. Then you sign up for TSA. <laughs> but if you probably don't and use it as a stepping stone, it's like, just be happy you're not the meter maid. Yeah. Take the ticket right. as a $30. Be like, thank God I don't have to do that every day. Pay that to the life. universe. Pay that to the universe. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, That's what it is. I have uh, ADHD pretty bad because I've had. You have good I, teeth, though. I wanted to say three things while you guys were talking. I was like, no problem. I'll just remember them. Three things in the last two minutes, and I forgot every one of them. Start saying them out loud, and the, as just they come, blurt them out. Blurt it out, and then we'll. And then, but we won't if you just yell it. Literally, out. Literally, I had three things to say to add. Right on the chalkboard. I just felt and like you weren't talking to me a lot. I no, I was like, let me heart. remember. And then <laughs> it happens to me a lot, actually, especially during the podcast. Like, yeah. I, it happens the whole podcast long. So I have an idea, but I don't want to make an interruption. And then when Interrupt. he's done, he's when someone's done talking, and then I'm like, I'm trying to pay attention, and then I'm like, what was the thing that I was trying to say? And then I don't remember, and I just go, all right, yeah, and I don't remember anything. Well, that's good radio. It is good radio. What, what were you just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I we were talking about finance, dollar yeah. cost. You were a finance major, both you guys. I was accounting. Yeah. Wow. There's a good so book you, know you should get. Stuff. You got Vanguard, nah, Charles Schwab. What do you do? Fidelity. Uh, you no, I live my I live my life by the seat of my pants. My father died at a young age. I'm burning this shit down. I'm not leaving anything behind. These kids can make their own life. Good. And that's yeah. the strategy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I uh, yeah, I got I got as, when I got kids. I mean, the kids is the awakening. Right. You get the kids, it's like, all right, you have so what do you do? You do 529s, yes. you do all that yeah, already, You do that shit? Yeah, 529s. Yeah, 529s. Yeah, 529s. Yeah, 529. yeah, 529. Their, college, their college is already paid for. Yeah. 529. It's all, it's all in there. Got they, the 529s. Right. I got the Vanguard. Yeah. I, got a, I got a Schwab. What I'm doing now, here's what I'm doing. You ready for this? Ready for this? Okay. Here's what I'm doing. Just a little. My, this is my thing, okay? I am now, you know, you diversify your portfolio, and, and you know, we all do that. Percentage stocks, percentage investments, blah, 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 blah. But I'm now diversifying the diversifiers. What I'm doing is, is I'm saying, I have a percentage of my money with a, 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 a financial planner who takes 1%, which starts to add up mm -hmm. to real money, takes 1% at Charles Schwab. Gave him the money gladly, even though, yeah, people say, yeah, you're getting 1%, get fucked. Okay, fine. Let tr Delegate, trust an expert. His fee is 1%, great. But simultaneously, what I'm doing is I have, I'm managing my own money as I'm learning in a Vanguard account that I've set up that I'm paying attention to. I'm just, all I'm doing is kind of do what he's doing, just put money in index funds, you know, that the big Fortune 500 companies, and I'm just looking, how can I, can I do that for a much smaller percentage? Vanguard is like 0.005%. 
So I'm like looking at that. I'm like, okay. And then with Chase, you can become a Chase private client mm -hmm. and they will invest your money. And I've asked them to put money in accounts uh, uh, or invest in, in, in things that have that some, certain uh, investments that they do for you have no commission fee. Certain funds they'll invest have no commission fee. So I'm like, give me some of those and I'm going to put all three up against each other in one calendar year. We started this a month ago. So next April, right after tax season, I'm going to say, who got me the biggest return? Yeah. Where did the biggest return come from? And then make an educated decision from there as opposed to making an emotional decision and listening to half a podcast where they say financial planners rip you off and then firing your financial planner and now you're stuck with no education and nothing to do with your money. I'm just spending money to learn. That's what I'm thinking Interesting. about. Interesting. And is, is that the... Because my financial guy, I got from you. Yeah. And I got from my, my grandfather and father. I'm right. not anti-giving... We live in a percentage-based business. I'm just trying to see: Can I educate myself and do? Can I? Can I in this time but also become close to an expert? You see a lot of that. That you see a lot of uh, propaganda that uh, financial uh, people rip you off. There's things go not not that they rip you off. Not that they're bad guys. I don't even know what my guy takes. Actually, now that you mentioned, he's taken one percent at least. I don't know about that. Unless you've worked out some deal where he's taking an right. overall flat rate. Okay, that's pos. One percent. But typically, one percent. You know? For your 401k, so you have a 401k, yeah. right? So you have a four. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we gotta go. So you have a 401k, right? I'm sure we all have it. You look at it over the course of the years. Yes, it's getting a, a, a return, not much because the 401k is supposed sure. to be not risky. But after the commission of the financial planner, you can realistically like you, there are index funds. Let's take Vanguard. I just like Vanguard. They're like steady. You could put your money in Vanguard and get it's robotic. You the index funds. There's not that's not rocket science. It's the top 500. It's the Fortune 500 companies, the S&P 500. It is those companies and the, the apples. Those companies are not going anywhere. If they do, we don't have a country. You can just put your money in there, and it'll get its whatever return over the 30 years historically, as it always gets 20, 30 percent, and that's and that you'll get that money as opposed to having a financial planner manage a 401k where they're taking 1% of it, yeah. now all of a sudden that $100,000 say that you have in your 401k would be 900 grand by the time you're 70. Now it's 500 grand because of the fees. When really, like, there's... They haven't done anything. It's just the money's a fucking index fund. Yeah. It's like, what, right. is, what, is, what is the rocket science with Apple and Microsoft? Right. They're right. humongous companies. Right. So I'm thinking about that. And again, I might have just said something that's completely ironic. I'm going to check the comments. And check the comments. <laughs> because the comments, the, the experts in the comments will let me know if I'm wrong or right. Sure. And then if they tell me how wrong I am, I'll research why. And then I'll come back here confidently and say something even more wrong next week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crypto that you had. <laughs> the crypto, Sal... What you ready for this? No, I'm I'm wishing you well. Fundamental change in investing strategy from the OG, the goat, Warren Buffett. Okay. Warren Buffett says never he never invests in something he doesn't understand. I do not understand crypto for the life of me, but yet I invested in it. Big mistake. Yeah. yeah. Not that I have anything wrong with crypto. I just don't get it. Yeah. So I put a small percentage in it, but I'm now thinking about taking that money out. Might not be a, the smartest idea right now because crypto crashed and it's like, might as well just leave it in, see what happens. Right. It's, I'm going to, at some point, if, if it goes up, take it out because I just don't understand it and put it in something I understand a little bit more. Sure. That's what I, so crypto was stupid of me because I didn't understand it, but I learned. Okay. I learned. Did you take that out and maybe put it into something like? Put it in my kid's 529. cheesecake. <laughs> or put it into what? Something you Red, really understand. Intermittent fasting. Intermittent yeah. fasting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Red velvet cheesecakes. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, but like to watch. Good watch. Watches are a good investment. Joe's a big white watch guy. 
Big I'm, white a, watch I'm a watch guy. guy. I love watches. Joe's for the whites. That's one thing I, I know I about. Got watches, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. open about it. Big yeah. watch guy. All the time. I say it. Yeah. It's, it's for the whites. It's so, my mantra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell the people what, where they can see you, where you're going to be. You're on tour. Yeah, I'm on tour. All, all, your, all your stuff. I'll let, I'll let your people know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Pl- I'm promoing. Yeah. Oh, all right. Great. Yeah. yeah. Come on out and see me. <laughs> Joe, Joe, it's JoeGattoOfficial.com. Has my tour dates. Just released all my uh, fall tour dates. Uh, taking the summer off to be with the fam and then go hit the road again. And uh, yeah, I'll say so you got any good ones? There. Let's see. Let's see. Let's yeah, New see Orleans. Good I'm ones. Up, uh, oh, Montgomery, Alabama, May 12th. I'm playing the Vic in Chicago, yeah. which we love. Montgomery, Alabama. You uh, know what that is? Alabama. The capital. Is it? Oh, yeah. I'm in Clearwater. I'm in Florida. Doing Orlando's, Miami's. I'm doing that. Doing any, the Night any, Center in Miami. Tallahassee. Be fun. Uh, no. Capital. I, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ooh, June first in San Angelo, Texas, going to be a scorcher. I haven't done Texas yet, so I'm hitting that Texas. <laughs> going to be a scorcher. Nice. Come out. Be. You never know what's going to happen in our tour either. You just showed up in I Boston out of nowhere. Was Joe is on stage with us in Boston. You owe me a poppin'. I do owe you a poppin', and that's I popped you, in you your can't... solo. And I popped in on your. You never know what's going to happen on that tour. So in practicaljokers.com, <laughs> you might see Joe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he came uh, he came to the show. We were on stage. I come back off stage. He had t- used our account. He ordered $300 worth of food. S- <laughs> sea- seafood tower, lobster, yeah. everything. Spread off $300, and he was just eating it. I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, I just ordered food through your tour manager. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. This is crazy. And then, and it, was, I, it was delicious jumbo lump crab meat. <laughs> But there you go. That's 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 your guy. Thank you for joining Thank us. You, Thank, Thank you, Thank you for having you. me. Good to yes. see you. Love Thank you, babe. Love, Love you, babe. All right. This has been Hey Babe. This has been Hey Babe. Don't be a fake. Don't be a flake. Don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't hesitate to say Hey Babe.